0: We'd like to thank Ring Central for sponsoring and making this show possible. Without Ring Central, this wouldn't be happening. Ring Central has been a big part of Tolaris for years. In fact, last year was our top booking UCAS provider. If you haven't engaged with Ring Central and made them a part of your strategy, please reach out to them now. Welcome, everyone, to Business Transformations, where we talk to partners who have truly transformed their business. My guest today, Mr. Ruben Pina, Jr. of A1BizCom. Ruben, welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. It's good to see you this morning. So, uh, Ruben, partner with uh, Teleris for a long time, but you've been in telecom for much longer than that. Uh, In fact, it goes back to your childhood. Will you tell us uh, a little bit of your background and how you got involved in telecom?
1: Sure, so my dad started this company back in 1984, and uh, a year before I was born. And I've been involved in it my entire life. So I was homeschooled up through sixth grade. So literally my days consisted of the morning doing some schoolwork, and then the rest of the afternoon going to work with my father. And so it's literally been something that I've been involved in my entire life. I've never done anything else. I've never worked for another company. I've never had another boss. This has been the only thing I've done my entire
0: life. So you're telling me stories of being eight years old and running cable, like being out with your dad on a job. You get done with your schoolwork and you're out working in the family business. You're pulling cable, installing, doing what you need to do at the ripe age of eight.
1: Yeah. So, and, and, and I say eight eight years old because I actually have pictures from eight years old, but I'm sure much younger than that. uh, You know, you could find me out running cabling, terminating inserts, cross-connecting phones, getting phones set up. So my entire life has consisted of kind of this industry of, of technology, of running cabling, of setting up phones, networks, those things along those lines.
0: So uh, you've got telecom in your blood. You've been doing this for, for as long as you can remember. And then there was a moment when things changed. Uh, when, when you and I talked, you talked about a pivotal moment in the business when everything changed. Uh, c- can you set the stage for that?
1: Sure. So the whole idea behind A1 Bizcom, and it's been a couple names over the years, has been just to support our our family. My dad started it to support our family. It wasn't the goal wasn't necessarily to grow. It was just really to sustain. Well, when I graduated high school, and then it was it was just my dad and myself for a long time. One of my brothers was in the Marine Corps. He got out of the Marine Corps and came to A1 Bizcom. At that point, we now had three mouths to feed or three incomes to support. So there was a need to start to expand the company a little bit. My dad saw it as an opportunity to start to step out and me step into his role as the owner and then expand the business. So the conversation started to become, how do we expand the business? Where do we take the company in order to see that growth to start at least having a little bit of growth to support a couple more people? I saw that in in cloud and 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 my dad did agree that there was voice over ip that we did need to move to cloud-based systems but the real tension became on how we do it for me my goal was cold turkey is is we were seeing a little bit of growth and in our offices which is literally just a a a little building outside of my parents house i don't want to call it a shack because it's nicer than a shack but a little office we had a lot of equipment in our warehouse and my dad's uh, input to me was we need to make the warehouse bigger so we can have more equipment my input was no i want to get rid of the warehouse completely and create offices because i don't want anything I, i want everything to be cloud i don't want to sell any equipment i don't i'm out my dad and my brother at the time thought that was a bad idea that i was making a mistake but I said that's my decision to make. This is what we're doing, and got rid of the warehouse and built offices, and it turned out great. I mean, things, things. Uh, we were fortunate in that it was a good idea, <laughs> and that's really the pivotal point in the company is making that decision that we're not going to house equipment anymore, or very little, uh, very little, and we're gonna we're gonna make an aggressive move to cloud. We're not going to leave provisions in place where we can kind of default back to an on-prem situation and and it's worked out very well for us
0: so you basically burned the boats like there's no going back when you said we're not building a warehouse but what was interesting to me when you told the story was that you said it was a time when premise was still increasing you guys were seeing increases in sales of premise yet you still made the decision this is not for us the correct path is that way How, how did you come to that
1: yeah, so that that's a good point. It, we were doing Samsung on-premise phone systems at the time, and at the time, there was another company in Texas that does significantly more, did significantly more Samsung than us. But we were a number two, and we, we did a lot of Samsung. Year over year, we were doing more and more and more. But I, I could really tell that the support, that the patches, that, that just everything that I needed to continue that sales growth was weaning on Samsung's side. And so... I, to me, I saw the writing on the wall that if, if, if we stay in this boat, if we still keep doing this, it's going to be to our detriment. There's a change that needs to happen. And we spent all this time building up to where we are at now. But if we decide we've made it and we're good and we get comfortable, we're going to turn into a dinosaur. And in the end, it's not going to support anything that we have built up to this point. So really the decision was made that let's build on the success to create a cloud-based customer base versus just continuing to do the same old thing and becoming a dinosaur. So how long ago was that you made that decision? So May this coming May will be five years that we made that decision. So about four and a half years right now.
0: Okay. So five years ago, you make the decision. Your dad and your brother don't agree with you. What do they say now?
1: So they say it was a great idea. <laughs> I talked to my dad my dad is completely removed now. I mean he doesn't have any idea what goes on with the business and we'll have dinner and he'll ask me like, So, uh, have you sold any phone systems lately? Like an on prem? And and I tell him in since I made that decision, I've sold I think two uh, in situations where a customer is literally out in the boondocks, only access to pot lines or you know, no internet. Uh, but no, we, we don't sell. And, and he still is blown away by it. He still is like, man, well, I mean, do you think you're missing customers by telling them no? And I have to explain the process to him as far as financially, both for us and the customer, that it just, it really doesn't make sense. And, and he, he understands that it's a good decision because he can see the results of A1 BizCom, but him being in that industry for so long. It's just, it's so hard for him to wrap his mind around the fact that customers don't need on-prem systems, that there's just, there's really not a market for that, almost entirely not a market for that. And it is very difficult for him to wrap his mind around that. But at the same time, seeing the success with A1Biz, and understanding that it was the right decision.
0: Yeah. Well, clearly, based on your results, it's, it's uh, pretty evident that it was a right decision. So how many of your customers actually came along with you on the journey and, and you were able to maintain a relationship once you stopped offering uh, Premise Systems?
1: Uh, I'd like to say all. I mean, the customers that we have lost, there's always attrition. There's always customers that, hey, my brother-in-law started doing something, so I'm going to go with my brother-in-law or for whatever reason. But I have not seen a customer – go somewhere else with an on-prem system versus a cloud hosted. So I've seen customers go somewhere else and with another partner but it's always been another cloud hosted system or go from my on-prem to a cloud hosted system. We don't see very often uh, us approaching a customer explaining the cloud and then them going with another provider for an on-prem system. I, I, I really I can't think of an instance where that's happened. And I think the reason why is because kind of the burning the boat thing, like what you're talking about, you know, you arrive on shore, you burn the boats because hey, we're here, we have to make it work. Not only do I have to make it work, but I truly believe in it. So all of the things that I'm suggesting that my customer does in their business, whether it be the circuits, the SD-WAN, the Office 365 security, the UCAS system, voice over IP, the phones, those are things that I'm using in my business today and I fully believe in them. So when I get the opportunity to meet with my customer and they see that I'm not just trying to get them to buy something or upgrade to something, if we remove the financial aspect of it, I really believe in that technology. And so I think that gives a level of comfort to them to move forward and not even consider the things that I'm really suggesting that they don't consider they're comfortable with, with my suggestion to not consider
0: that. That's phenomenal. They came with you. I think it speaks to what your father built and then what the, the relationships you've maintained since that people would, you know, continue on because you've got that trusted relationship.
1: That's a big part of it. And so uh, we do have literally some customers that have known me since I was five or six years old that are still customers today that, that, tell me, Ruben, I remember you being a little boy helping your dad and then now you're a grown man. You're the, you know, you have the, it's crazy to see it. And the kind of trusted advisor is, is that trust is the biggest thing. And so we like, we've always, our three mottos are quality, integrity, and value. And so we like to bring that to our customers and our customers trust us because they're getting a quality product. They can, they can trust our integrity and the value really is there. We don't ever pretend to be the cheapest. Sometimes we are, sometimes we aren't. But the biggest thing is getting the value for the solutions that we're providing. That's, that's what I think builds that trust.
0: Yeah. So tell me what's next for uh, A1BizCom. Are, are, you, are you pivoting again? Are you burning more boats or are you keeping the course? What, what do you see in the future?
1: Yeah, so the biggest thing for us, we, we've done a pretty good job of, of expanding our customer base to have the part of the business that is related to circuits, to the network firewall routers, such as access points to the phones. Now we're trying to transition and make that, that reach bigger into the MSP side of the house. So traditionally there was a the phone guy and then there's the IT guy. The phone guy side and part of the IT guy side that was the network. We've, we've been successful in in taking that market share. We want to extend it over to the rest of the the rest of the MSP side. So that would be infrastructure, disaster relief, Office 365, uh, cybersecurity, endpoint protection, those kinds of things. We that's our next goal in 2021 and, and moving forward, is expanding those services to our customers to provide them the same trust, the same quality of service that we have on those other products in, in the next tier of products that inevitably they're going to be using going into the future.
0: Great. Well, I am confident that you'll be successful in, in inserting those new products into your customers, just like you made the, the transition uh, from, from premise to uh, hosted into cloud. Uh, but amazing story, amazing journey. I think the only complaint or the only regret I hear from agents is they didn't start sooner. Uh, that is one thing that uh, I don't think you can claim. I don't know another agent who started when they were five years old. So. Yeah, you know,
1: that. that uh, I haven't met anybody. <laughs> I think there's a couple that have been in it a long time, but I haven't met anybody. But I mean, the starting sooner rather than later, I was fortunate in that I got started very early with my father's business. What I would say, though, is, is for people who are maybe, uh, let's say, from my dad's generation who don't have a young son that went along with them, that maybe are struggling with the on-prem to cloud thing, my advice always is just make the jump. Just, just do it. Burn the boats, whatever analogy you want to use. Make, make no provisions to go back. Is it, Do that. And, and do it with full trust that you're making the right decision and arm-in-arm arm with your customers. So I think a lot of the hesitation from agents sometimes is, is that they're gonna make a wrong decision because they've heard the horror stories of any of the cloud-based applications. But if they do that journey arm-in-arm arm with their customer saying that we're doing what we know is best, although there may be some missteps and mistakes, me as an agent, I will stand by my customer to make sure that the correct solution is implemented. So you're not taking on the burden of the, of the blame. If and when a solution goes wrong, you're still arm in arm with your customer to kind of clean up the mess and continue forward with the right technology. And so that would be my suggestion is, is don't position it in a thing that you're doing in house and therefore you get the blame when something potentially goes bad. Just know that you're in this same boat with your customer on the same journey toward moving to a new technology. And I think when your customer sees you as a partner in it, that you're gonna see the success in that and you won't share in the blame or or you won't burden all of the blame rather. You'll share in the blame with everybody learning through the process and I think the customers will really appreciate that.
0: Right, good insights there. Ruben, thank you so much for sharing your story with us with uh, all of our partners. Appreciate your partnership uh, and your journey.
1: All right, thank you for having
0: me. Thanks for joining us on Business Transformation. I'm Adam Edwards. I look forward to talking to you on the next Business Transformation.